Welcome to the ProCom Podcast, hosted by Paul Vogels, with expert guest interviews, case study reviews, and insightful discussion topics. The ProCom Podcast leads the Project Controls conversation. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to the ProCom Podcast. As you have seen, we uh, we had the introductions and we are going to record some project podcasts as well. But also from our educational center, we want to give you an insight in how to effectively train project control planners. Um, my guest for today, Stefan Hollack, Manager Caddy. You all have met uh, from the... Uh, from the podcast with the CEO of, uh, of PMI. Um, Stefan, together we are going to discuss and we, we built this blog uh, from uh, uh, from um, uh, the head of project planning series, yes. um, where we are going to discuss how to effectively train project controls planners. Um, at the first page, there is people, processes, and tools. Um, all the same, or who is the most important in that, uh, in that uh, threesome? Yeah, our philosophy is that always uh, people come first. Uh, people are the most, by far the most important, actually, from the three. Um, you can have the best tools, to, all processes are in place, but if you don't have the people um, that, that can, can, can use the tools and that know uh, what processes are in place and that wants to follow the processes, you actually don't have nothing. Uh, you can, for instance, uh, give me uh, the best tools. Uh, you can give me a Formula One car, uh, but I, 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 I wouldn't even be able to start it. Okay. Uh, so without having the skills, without having uh, Max Verstappen, yeah. the, the, the person who can drive it, uh, you're actually, yeah, you could... You could have better give, give, give given me a, a bicycle. Actually. Yeah, but is Max the best because he's trained properly, or because he's born with the right talent, or eh, in project controls, can everybody train to be a project planner? Um, well, I think you should have uh, some kind of affection with with uh, um, with numbers, with data analysis, mm. uh, because it's a science. At the end, yeah, we project controls is a, is a field that that really analyzes data and and transforms it into information. And and to do that, uh, you need to get trained in 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 the field of project controls. You need to know what is it, what can we do with it, um, and then what are the tools, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so yes, if you if you like the field, I think uh, you can be trained in project controls. Yeah. Yeah, so you should have this analytical approach, yeah, I, I see, yeah, and yeah. I think I, I heard you say yeah, you should have a Discovery Channel uh, uh, enthusiastic, <laughs> yeah, you want to see how projects are, are built, um, but you also say you need to start with the basics. Yeah, yeah, uh, project controls, um, some people directly make the step to, to a tooling and say, okay, uh, project controls, okay, that, that's Primavera, Oracle Primavera, you need to know the tool and... and you need to have a course to, to know the buttons and then, then you are a project controls engineer. But actually we think, um, or we believe there's more to that. You need to know the basic of, basics of project controls. You need to, to uh, get the foundation. Yeah. Uh, what are the definitions in project controls um, to get this? Well, last time I also talked about T-shaped professionals to get this basic knowledge about the field and then get a specialization in the tooling, um, in, in risk, cost or whatever 
uh, you are specializing on. But first, you need to know some 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 basics. Uh, for instance, what is the difference between uh, a management reserve uh, contingency and and the float? If you don't know the basics, then it's no use to go any deeper, any further. And, and this is actually the first course on the on the Premier Academy. It's it's the basics of uh, the the principles. I think it's called in the, in the Project Academy. Um, the principles you're learning. What is what? Are there are there uh, discussions in the field on uh, what's the difference between float and reserve, etc.? Yeah. Yes. Yes. For sure. Especially that one. Actually, who owns the float? It's uh, is one that is really. Um, Difficult because the owner thinks uh, I own the float because well um, you got the job from me because you you finish on this day mm-hmm. um, and the rest of the time is is my time. Yeah. Uh, because but the um, the contractor actually says no, I own the float because I reserve this float for mm-hmm. all the, the 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 risks that might occur. Yeah. Well, So it's like a semantic discussion on what's what, and there's a real because eh, if it's an analytical approach, there should be there should be one answer which is actually true. That's what you learn in this in this basic training. So okay, so that's that's a day of training, I think, half a day training. Um, And are we then going into the tool because everybody wants to steer (laughs) and push the buttons? Of course. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Almost there, but no. The the second (laughs) step, the second day. Uh, we normally go into the details of the scheduling tool without touching it. So we go into the details of critical path methods and the best practices of scheduling. Um, because you need to know what does happen, what happens, what does Primavera or Microsoft Projects or, or Oracle Primavera Cloud, what does it do when I, for instance, touch the schedule button? What does it calculate? And how does it work with the with the constraints um, or, or how does leveling work uh, we literally sometimes get a question uh, people call our support center and, and they ask us okay uh, when I press schedule uh, my schedule um, will show at the end date of the 1st of April yep. but my colleague is showing uh, is having the same schedule also presses, presses F9 and then it's April 5th so Um, what's wrong? Well, the first thing we ask then as, as a response is, okay, uh, did you calculate what is the correct answer? Yeah. Um, and most of the time people don't know actually. It's a sort of black box. They yep. don't know what should be the answer. They just press F9 and they they see what happens. So you should know what is Primavera doing? Uh, why is he doing that? Because then you know how to schedule. There's a difference between being a scheduler and being a good scheduler. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, we we people can't schedule or calculate 100,000 fields. But in basics, you're saying hey, you need to you need to know what the theory is about three plus three is six. Mm-hmm. In basics, and if you do it 100,000 times, Primavera or or every other scheduling tool can do it faster, more precise, more well, brain power uh, at the uh, at the machine, for example. But you really should know by heart. Are you calculating that in that course as well? Eh? Do you get a blank sheet and a pen and a paper yeah, and yes, a pencil? Yes, actually, we are going to calculate uh, the same thing that Prima VR does for us. Yeah. We're going to calculate it one time ourselves. 
And hopefully after that you never no. need to do it anymore. Yeah. Unless we have a full blackout, no electricity, then uh, then you need to uh, get the pencil and the paper again. Uh, but indeed, we're going to calculate that. But also, we're going to calculate what happens when you press leveling. Yeah. Because there's a difference between scheduling and leveling. And with the leveling, it's 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 something that's very uh, it's very important. What thresholds? What what um, requirements you give to the tool that he uses to um, to to level. Yeah. Leveling is just a calculation, but the scheduler, the, the 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 scheduling engineer, is the one that defines what is important. What are my priorities for leveling? So that's also something you really learn in the course because you need to you need to configure those those rules and constraints and priorities and then the machine is doing it faster but exactly yeah who, who makes the decision is it the scheduler what's important or does primavera makes the decision well the the, the, the organization but uh, for sure not the tool no. yeah okay so <laughs> yes. it's not it's not a magic it's not a holy grail eh, for all your leveling problems yeah it, it, it's 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 still uh, uh, a tool that that that, that helps you yeah. calculate things, but you should know how to operate it. Yeah, I I, I talk a lot with with the project uh, engineers on the on the on the projects uh, on the podcast as well, and they always say to me, I use leveling as an inspiration, and then I make the scheduling myself. Uh, is that something you can recognize? Yeah, it's a sort of scenario uh, leveling. So yeah. you, you even try it with different scenarios, and you say, okay, what happens when? Uh, I, I adjust my leveling priorities a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And is it to get the finger speeds in the full where where the um, where the challenges are in the project or where the constraints are or where your bottleneck is? Is is that what I hey, if I change the resource priority, then I know that we need more priority one uh, uh, people, for example. Is that a little bit where we should think on on this approach? Yes. Yes, I think it's. Uh, it's basically about um, there are so many. It's 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 about finding the needle in the haystack. Yeah. There are so many options, and the scheduling tool is just giving you one of the options. Yeah. And it helps you a lot. And don't need to look at every straw <laughs> yeah. to see if it's a needle. Um, but but it, it doesn't know what is your needle. Okay. So it gives you the best options with the yeah. the. the, the uh, yeah. The, with the parameters you you entered. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So. I learned how to calculate. I learned scheduling, leveling, etc. Time for the tooling. Uh, yes, now it's time. For <laughs> now the it's time. time for the tooling. <laughs> so, uh, Prima uh, Primavera, uh, Prima Net, uh, Prima Net Academy at the end um, is doing a lot of scheduling uh, tools uh, with some more best of breed than the others. Um, is it? Tell me something more about the tool training. Yeah? What What's the Primavera tool training, for example, or the or the other ones? Yeah, so we have. We have indeed Primavera, Oracle Primavera, uh, P6 tool training, uh, also Microsoft projects. Yep. Um, we're actually developing also an Oracle Primavera cloud yep. uh, tool training, which will uh, become available uh, start next year. Yep. Um, with those three are actually the best of breed, to our opinion, in scheduling. Yep. Um, because there are a lot of scheduling tools in the world. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can. There, there are much more uh, scheduling tools. More some some better than others. Um, but we think those those have the basics to to make a good schedule. Yeah. Okay. Is it hands on? Are we are we touching the buttons or are we looking at slides or how does it work? Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's not like uh, we we show you all the buttons okay. and, and <laughs> explain you uh, what it does. Uh, you're really going to work uh, with a group together, 
uh, with different exercises, yep. uh, case studies, um, and we walk through all um, all essential uh, things you need to know to, to schedule a project. So all the basic knowledge you need to know is in, in the training. Yep. Uh, Primavera training is a bit longer than the Microsoft Project training because Primavera is um, a start a bit more difficult maybe, but also mm-hmm. you can do a bit more. With yep. it. It's, 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 it's more it's, comprehensive. It's also longer in, in, in existence, I think, as Microsoft yeah. Projects. Yeah. And so it's Microsoft it's is getting there, but it's, it's, it's not... Yeah, they don't have the the, the, the the history like like Oracle Primavera has. Okay, so so this foundation, this tool training, then and the people are going home or to their organizations. Um, I compare it with uh, if I get my driver's license and, and I actually did the, the exams and then I go home and I can drive uh, my mother's car probably uh, the first uh, uh, days. Um, uh, my parents told me, you're going to learn how to drive when you actually are on the road. Eh? So not from the mm-hmm. well, isolated uh, case study, you're going to learn how to schedule. Yeah. But you need to bring this into practice in your organization. Yes, and it also depends in which country you drive, uh, yeah. which rules you need to, uh, to obey. Because if you're in England, you, you, it's better to switch to the other side of the yeah. world, for instance. So <laughs> it's really dependent on your company, yeah. uh, which scheduling rules, which project controls rules there are. Um, so I think the next step is to look at the processes. Um, how are we scheduling? Uh, what are we doing with our baseline, uh, with our data date? Um, it's, it's important that not every scheduling engineer, not every project manager has its own rules. So you no. should somehow standardize, optimize to get, to get insight on, on portfolio level also. No. Because there's this, this, this pyramid that is sometimes shown in my trainings or actually always showing the, 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 the introduction training, the project mm-hmm. controls, um, where the strategy is on top. And then there's this, this enterprise portfolio management level. Yep. And that's actually where the, the PMO, the project management organization, defines, okay, how are we standardizing our, uh, our processes to, to be able to, to, uh, to compare projects and make the right decisions on strategic level. Okay. The same as if we agree all to drive on the left, it, it will be less messy than yeah. half half uh, is going to do left and right together. Yeah, yeah. And so the process and is that on a is that on a on a on an application on a tooling process or or is it the same as in people processes tool? Those three should be aligned in uh, together. Yes, you should indeed uh, connect those. So um, who should give what information uh, to whom? Yeah. organization but also what should be done in the tooling uh, so it's about updating projects but it's also about uh, reporting who should be informed who should be consulted the, the raki models that you have in the processes yeah. that's that's actually you come home with your tool knowledge but then you should apply it in yeah. your organization and see okay how can we standardize things and optimize things yeah. and is that industry specific or is that organizational specific or or do you see a mix of those uh, uh, all together um it, it, it is a bit dependent on on the industry uh but actually in project controls we have some best practices on, okay. on how uh how those typical processes should um should go yeah and that's also where we uh where we help a lot in the organizations because we we don't only give trainings as, as a trainer, yep. uh, but we are all, always active in the field to, 
to help organizations uh, increase the maturity level on project controls or uh, try to implement the tooling in their processes. Yep. So we can help there with aligning actually the the, uh, the processes with the tools and the people. Yeah, uh, because uh, for the for the listeners who don't know, uh, Primanet Academy is one of the business units within the Primanet. Mm-hmm. family, let me call it uh, that way, where you also have the software, eh, where we talk about Oracle Primavera. Yeah. Uh, we have a consulting firm who, who helps implementing application processes and business processes. And at the end, we have a staffing agency where we actually staff out uh, scheduling, experienced scheduling engineers to help these projects on on uh, the, the knowledge we have built within the, uh, in the company. Um, um, but you're saying... There is a standard way of doing a, a project and you just need to fine-tune it. So 80-90% is the same if you are contractor A or contractor B, to be, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one contractor does it a little bit different because it's specialized in some projects or that, that kind of thing. But there are some things like scheduling best practices. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Projects are be getting bigger. Yeah, we see if I if I if I drive to my house, uh, I see a lot of new bills at the uh, at the end of the road. Um, when I talk to customers and, and projects, they say, "Well, what we used to call a big project five years ago is a small project nowadays." I think the consolidation in contractors, in organizations, and projects are becoming more complex. Um, the world is getting crowdier. Um, What we're also seeing from a technology point of view, I think, is that the rise in big data is there. Mm-hmm. Eh? All the all the rail tracks are full of sensors. Everything is is 4D, BIM, etc. Um, how are people steering this much information? Because, well, I hope they are not all looking at the Gantt chart in Primavera. What's the output, for example, from a from a scheduler? Eh? What does he need to deliver to to who, and what does he do mm-hmm. with it? Yeah, it's, it's getting more and more complicated, and that's actually also the role of a project controls engineer, uh, because there's there are more than one project, and every project is getting more and more, uh, is resulting in more and more data. Yep. So it's about transforming those data, uh, gather it, transform it, uh, analyze it, yep. and then um, show it maybe in some kind of report, in a, in a dashboard to the right stakeholders. Yep. So you're really the, uh, the middleman, Yep. In in gathering all translator, data. yeah, you translate it, you analyze it, and then you you look at what information is important for which stakeholder, yeah, and and then you create the dashboards that are uh, necessary for for uh, communicating that information. Yeah, but then everybody should follow the same data input, for example, because uh, if you if you don't have the same data for everybody. Well, they can't compare it. Yeah, it's, it, that's really important because in the end, the um, management is only looking at this this uh, this dashboard that they really like because yep. they see clearly, okay, what's happening. Um, but they they lose the the, the feeling with the input. Yeah. Um, and garbage in is garbage out. We, yeah. We know the <laughs> yeah. saying, uh, but it's really true because um, if you put garbage in a dashboard, is 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 just a nice way to show the garbage, but yep. it's still garbage. Uh, so it's it's really important as a project control engineer to to always be the one to make sure to make sure that 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 the data in is is uh, uh, standardized. You do, yep. You're not comparing uh, apples and oranges, um, and that it, and that it's transforms to to also 
data that you can use to look forward to forecast and to to take action. But that's a lot of responsibility on on validating this data because probably you will get it from somebody else. Hey, he's not gathering the data, for mm-hmm. example, uh, himself. So, so is the role of the of the scheduler and the planning engineer is that changing in in these in these yeah, a bit, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is because I think um, nowadays digitalization is, is getting bigger. Yep. So uh, the project controls engineer, um, well, the new generation is, is, is more... Uh, Tech savvy. It's more familiar with, with, with the new tooling. Yep. And, and there are a lot of um, BI tools that can help in, 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 in doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can't even live without this digitalization anymore to 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 make this work yeah, uh, yeah easy yeah. And, and because and i can't interpret the weather model but i can look at my at my iphone to see if it's going to rain in exactly in, in 30 minutes probably yeah. because i get the satellite images on my iphone yeah it's, it's the same concept it's it's a uh, it's a tool uh, you should have to the skilled people uh, to use it yeah uh, so the tooling is getting more complex uh, so the people uh, should 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 know how to to work with it. Yeah, but also then for this uh, for these software um, uh, vendors uh, who create the software, uh, the software, uh, and I think P6. Uh, we uh, you have the museum here in the in the Primanet Academy where we have floppy disk, and not everybody knows what a floppy disk is. But uh, look at the save button of Microsoft Word, and it looks exactly the same. Um, this is also something where your software engineer or your software vendor should be looking for uh, is. Is the software you you use right now in the academy still the best software, or, or see your changes in, in 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 these training modules? And of course, because and the the the, um, the software packages are changing. Yes, yes, we um, uh, we always use the best of breed. Uh, I think for scheduling, it's it's still the ones that we just uh, named. Yep, uh, those are still the best of breed, and we use the data in any type of data warehousing or BI tooling, Power BI, or um, I think that is a good, the best combination mm-hmm. to, to make sure you have the best of breed in scheduling and yep. the best of breed in, in uh, showing the information, actually. Yep. Um, but, but for instance, like I, I, I uh, talked about Oracle Primavera Cloud, which, which is something that is now getting better and better, and, and uh, we're looking into that and making yep. trainings and yeah. Um, but that's something developed by uh, by a familiar company, Oracle Primavera, as a business unit is yeah. is familiar with scheduling. Uh, they probably have scheduling engines under the uh, under the yeah. database structure. Um, but Primavera Cloud uh, means it's it's hosted probably somewhere at the Oracle Cloud uh, uh, basis in 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 Europe. Um, people are working more from home, so that should help them. I think working together in the same well uh, common data environment is a, is a term you use uh, uh, you hear a lot in the uh, in the data um, in the data scene um, is that also um, your planning engineer should be able to cope with that yes yeah well I think actually before corona uh, the movement already started with the digitalization yep. the dashboards um, the only difference now is that that we are able to work from home and look at the same dashboard in a Teams meeting yep. instead of uh, in in a, actually a meeting uh, where you sit together on on a table. Yep. Um, but I think the 
the, the, the tooling and the, um, the fields of was already prepared for this, yep. uh, luckily. Yep. So we're already able to, to work remotely um, mm. and, and, and being able to show interactive dashboards where people can just yep. log in, look at the, look at the dashboards, uh, maybe have a, have a remote meeting and, yep. and make... Because the steer their projects, yeah. Because projects are also getting more complex and yeah. more international. Eh? We are eh? we are having a new nuclear reactor in the in the Netherlands, where I think the uh, the contractor or the uh, design engineer is from Argentina, and the financial experts are well, some are different. So people are used to working together in the same environment, eh? and whether it's it's in the office or or digital. But I think the movement has uh, has set already. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um, Uh, coming back to uh, so foundation is very important and not just start playing with uh, with all the all the fancy buttons Um, then a real good um, tooling um, training that's I think uh, you mentioned the T-shaped professional that's the top bar of your your T and then start specializing in tools or in techniques or what yes, what flavors are there in the yeah, specialization so we, have, we have different specializations actually um, uh, for instance cost risk uh, claim yeah uh, but also information which is a very interesting one uh, where we focus on how to communicate yeah um, the information um, so so using uh, a meeting a dashboard uh, which kpis are you using uh, so it's It's a bit of a mix between a, a hard and a soft skill yep. uh, training. So you can specialize in the different fields. Uh, well, risk, of course. It's, yep. it's, it's about uh, probabilistic planning and risk management. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cost is more focusing on the, the cost control and the earned value yep. management. Is that the same as, 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 as the financial department? No, actually, no, no. It's, it's cost project cost control is something different than, than cost accounting. Yep. Uh, but in the training, we talk about the difference between those two and how to act because every company ha- that works with projects yep. also has has a, a department that's responsible for accounting. Of yep. Course. But so accounting is a profession. Eh? People can study the Bachelor of Business Administration yeah. or economics or whatever. Multiple accounting educations. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard you talk last last uh, session on one of the, the early episodes. There is no official training uh, certification. Eh? There's no University of Project Controls. So how is the academy um, being formed to educate these planners uh, at the end? And what's, your, what's the profession of this training institute? Well, I, th- I think uh, what makes us strong is that, well, what I said, that the trainers are also active in the field. So yep. we... We, we make these standardized trainings about project cost control based upon uh, 25 years of experience or more yeah. uh, before I start working at <laughs> yeah. PrimaNet. Born. Um, but also from all the, um, the project engineers that are working on the field. So you have a lot of experience and you, you keep updating your, your uh, standardized materials. Um, and then depending on, on your business case, on, 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 on your maturity level you can decide as a company okay am I, am I going for an open registration course yep. uh, in-house training uh, tailor-made or, or maybe remote because we also well, with corona we were forced yep. of course to, to, to give work. remote trainings um, but it can also be very handy uh, some companies we 
give trainings worldwide. Yep. And then uh, it, it, it saves a lot of cost if you if you do this remotely. If, if you do this remotely. Yeah. But you get the same training in uh, I think in Philadelphia and in Hong Kong and in Amsterdam. If you if you give them the same training, yeah, it helps them in decentralization, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's also part of uh, um, the specific company that I'm talking about was really thinking about. Okay, we want to standardize uh, how we educate our project controls engineers, uh, our project management organization. Yep. Uh, so let's just take one company uh, that, that uh, makes sure all people worldwide have the yep. same basics for this this T-shaped yep. profession. Yeah, I think that's an interesting one, eh? because in the, in the further blog series yeah. we are going to pronounce, uh, announce and publish on the, on the head of project planning series, we are going to look into the details with internal and external and remote and dedicated because there are pros and cons to different types of training uh, but we'll save that for a later uh, yeah. a later webinar maybe with with one of the uh, uh, trainers uh, and, and hopefully with uh, with one of the uh, uh, um, participants, uh, participants uh, that yeah. would be would be very great so you have a standard approach uh, and you can um, change them to the organizational uh, processes for example um um, and and you are improving it yourself because is the methodology or the the way of s- scheduling with new uh, are there new techniques for example in scheduling from a theoretical point of view has to something different than uh, than critical path or are there more ways to to roam for example well for, well for instance uh, the the claim training is one of the specializations yep. uh, really goes into detail about forensic scheduling about mm-hmm. uh, delay analysis techniques. So it's it's the same scheduling, the same critical path method. Yeah. Uh, but then a whole different view on it. So how to prepare your claims and how to um, to calculate what you can claim, how many days, um, and, and to prepare also for for. Um, but that's also a process. Huh? I remember the story you yeah. told on on a claim process huh, with the I think with it was with the dredging company that you start your documentation way before you actually expect a claim. Huh? So it's it's also your internal process you need to uh, need to prepare for. Yeah, actually, the training is is, is like sixty um, percent of the training is is, is about preparation. Yep. To uh, in the end, actually, the last uh, few hours of the training, then you really go into the uh, the, the delay analysis techniques yep. because if you don't register your events and your changes correctly, yep. uh, you can't even start calculating. Yep. Yeah, that's I think also something we are going to ah. to dive into more deeply the forensic planning, forensic scheduling, and I think it's even a change in, in claim culture yeah. is, is at least alert. yeah <laughs> a spoiler alert. Yeah, so please subscribe to the to the to the blog page on uh, on Primanet uh, to see and and listen of course to the Procom podcast to see and hear uh, hear about these uh, these stories. All right, well, thank you very much, Stefan. Um, you are one of the trainers. Uh, you are the manager. Uh, you you oversee all these uh, all these um, uh, training institute. Um, any any key takeaways? Uh, people need to, of course, read the blogs and, and listen to the webinar. But um, if they are going to start in in the in the training field, uh, any tips or, or tricks you need to start uh, uh, in? Um, well, I, I think. Most important one is to, is to don't uh, underestimate the the power of, of, of the foundations. Yep. Uh, 
because well, it's it's like a house <laughs> yeah. without a foundation. The roof is is, is not going to last very long. Yeah. Um, people tend to to think, okay, let's let's start with the uh, the tool training, and mm -hmm. then we save two days of training. But in the end, you mm -hmm. save much and much more when you have skilled people that that know the language of project controls and actually know why things are happening, why, yeah. why uh, it's important. Yeah. Is it the old uh, penny-wise, pound-foolish? Eh? If, you, if, you if you forget the basics, mm -hmm. at the end you will pay yeah. twice or triple the, the amount. All right, well, thank you very much. Stefan Hollick, Manager Academy at, uh, at PrimaNet. Um, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and watching this, uh, this uh, uh, podcast. Uh, it's about the head of project planning series um, hopefully soon a, a next uh, project meeting or a sales um, uh, a project podcast or a sales um, software uh, podcast sorry uh, for that so please subscribe and uh, uh, hope to see and hear you soon thank you very much everybody for uh, for listening thanks for listening to the procom podcast to listen and watch more episodes you can subscribe and access the resources mentioned in this episode by visiting proconpodcast.com we look forward to seeing you on our next episode, where we will continue to lead the project controls conversation. The Procom podcast and the associated resources is published under copyright to PrimaNed. All rights reserved, no reproduction of this content is permitted.